Welcome back to Coffee with Danny. It's Danny here. Can you believe this is season two, episode two? I can't believe it. I was looking at the website the other day, and by the way, if you haven't seen it, it's coffeewithdanny.com. I couldn't believe how many guests I've already published the interviews for and have so many super cool people coming up. It's it's crazy to think that literally a month ago this was such a fresh idea and now we're doing this and I am loving it. So today I'm sitting down with Cam and Alex. They are the owners, founders, CEOs, all that jazz of Fashion Size. Fashion Size is an athleisure wear retail e-commerce site. So, so cool. I'm not going to say too much because I love it when people introduce their own brands and give you guys a bit of a background. So that's amazing. And I really hope you enjoy that interview. And I also sit down with my friend Lauren. We did the interview via Skype. Well, not interview. She's my friend, but we had our catch up <laughs> via Skype and it was so nice. It's super difficult recording transatlantic especially with the stupid five hour time difference but i'm committed to making it work so i really really hope you guys enjoy that don't forget to come and follow us on social media it's at coffee with danny underscore on twitter but at coffee with danny everywhere else you can also find me individually at mission worldy everywhere so i really hope you guys enjoy drop me an email drop me a tweet whatever you fancy and i would love to hear from you enjoy the show Logistics of like recording with someone in the UK is so difficult because the time zone is so ridiculous. I know it's hard, it's real hard. This long distance open relationship shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's long distance relationship with (laughs) Bay. Oh my gosh. So, the elephant in the room that we need to discuss is the fact I went on a date this week with someone who is openly a Donald Trump supporter. No. So not I'm just going to break it down and just set the scene for everyone that's listening. So basically, me and this guy, we got on so well. And I don't even know how the conversation got into politics because, like, I studied politics. I know better than to discuss politics, especially on a first date. I promise you guys, I did not bring up politics. And then Lauren, like, I don't even know what happened. Like, and he was just like, it was the way that he justified it. Like, it was not the fact that he supports Donald Trump. Like, okay, whatever. That's, in my opinion, that's really Well, ignorant. it's not okay, whatever. That's, yeah. like, horrendous, but continue. But the way he was, like, justifying it, like, Hillary will say anything to get voted in, so I'm voting against her because of that. I was like, is that really sure, enough reason to support surely him? he's looked at Donald Trump, right? Does Donald Trump not say anything? I, I to get done. people's support, does he not feed exactly. on he the stupidity of a high proportion of you know like working class white Americans? That's what he feeds on. Feeds on the stupidity and the fact that if you say like, oh, the Mexicans are taking your job, or all oh, black people are taking your job, or oh, there's nothing but bad black people bringing drugs in your community, or like, just ridiculous like seriously, ridiculousness like that. I just like, literally sat there and I was like, why am I even here? Like, I don't understand why you have asked me to come on a date with you because on paper I am an immigrant. I'm not yes. American. I'm a black woman. Yes. <laughs> I'm basically the group that Trump is completely wanting to get rid of. So why am I even here? Like, did I charm you with my British accent or was it my round ass? Like, why am I here? Because I am dying. Does my sassiness offend you? Seriously, bring my Angela out there. I was like, why am I? Why am I here? Why am I here? 
I just don't think a lot. Just a lot of people just don't have a clue, do they? What they want in a president, and they just jump on bandwagons like, "Oh, I like Trump because he says it like it is," but he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't say. It was it like just the it way is. he was. It's... He was definitely getting ready to talk about Black Lives Matter, and I was like, "Let me just get the app open and see what time the next train is," because <laughs> I'm not having this conversation with you, you yeah. ignorant pig, Lauren. I forgot to tell you, he texted me saying he had a really great time. And he wants to see me again. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tell them to say bye. Like, no, I was like, okay, next joke of the century, please. That's ridiculous. I could not, like, if a guy told me, the thing is, though, how are you sat on a date with a black woman, right? And then telling, even if you are a Donald Trump supporter, first date, you know, how are you dropping the bomb like that? I just don't understand what went through his head to think that this is like, a Did he say it to be a bit outrageous? Like, oh, what's she going to say? Is she going to be like an aggressive black woman and go crazy on me? Like, yeah, what's she like, going to do? I mean. Do you know like, what I mean? Like, did you say I it to get a reaction? Like, what, like did you, what did you expect to happen when you told me that? Like, like I just feel like he was looking for a reaction just to see, like, ooh. Well, my reaction was, I'm on my phone now and I want to go home. That's, oh no, just avoid, like, the plague. (laughs) So, yeah, that's one of my first dating experiences in New York so far. Yay. Congrats. Woo, a Donald Trump supporter. Great. Keep them coming. At least you know you can't get any worse. Unless you end up on a date with a KKK. But I, I really, really, really doubt that will happen. But I, I don't think it can get much worse than that. To be honest, no. like I've been on other dates since I've been here, and everyone's been really, really nice. So Thank I'm just so okay. over the accent attention, and that's one thing I never thought I'd say. But I'm so over it. Like, oh my god, you're British. Like, oh my god, I love your accent. Oh my god, it's so sweet. And I'm like, have you never met a British person before? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I went to university and it was like international, but. Yeah. I've never met an American person be like, oh my god, I love your accent. Because I find that I'm surprising in New York them. of all places. Like, yeah. I get it if you're somewhere weird in like North Carolina. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or, like, but New York is a very, well, it's supposedly a cosmopolitan city. Oh my gosh, it definitely is. I'm just so. So, over why it. is it so shocking? It's so frustrating. Because in London, you hear all accents. Exactly. Like, you would, that's what I mean. You would never say to an American person, like, oh, my God, I love your accent. Because exactly. cool, You'd probably say, like, oh, before. where in America are you from? Yeah. Or, like, or are you from Canada? That sort of thing. Exactly. If you're in England, it wouldn't be like a, wow, you've got the most American, like, amazing accent or whatever. So weird. But so bizarre. Boys are weird, I'm just going to use it to my advantage. People are being really nice to me, so... <laughs> Let me buy that coffee. It's fine. You British. What's going on at home? Any changes? Anything significant since your new prime minister? You know what? I feel like nothing's happened apart from night tube came. Oh so yeah, did, night tube. Dude, this is the only thing you know, like the night, night tube thing. Tube. I'm seeing it, and the media are trying to portray it as like such a momentous occasion. I'm like, everywhere else in the world that has a subway system exactly. goes through the night. And number two, the night tube is just gonna further ever exploitation of cheap labour in London because mm-hmm. those poor people that have such bad jobs are like cleaning at God knows yeah. what hour. They're gonna be like, yeah, you can get here easily now. There's a night tube. However, exactly. Yes, I do recognise it is an advantage Although, for us. Party the thing supporters. that I'm excited about the night tube is, to be honest, it's kind of like you'll no longer be reliant of just being central. Yeah. Like there's been nights when I wanted to kind of like I want to try like, like you because like where Lincoln. we were east and then where you are like yeah, it's I'm so wet. difficult to transport. Exactly. Like if I want like when you were living in Dalston, if I want to travel over 
yeah, okay, before the night out, I can get to yours via, like, the tube and a bus. Yeah. But then getting back, that's, like, a 40, 50, like, minute Uber home. No. And that's money as well. And you can't always guarantee that you can get a pool to share with someone. Sometimes you're a little bit too, you know, not in the right state of mind to order, like, the correct taxi. Definitely. That's easily, like, 20 quid, 30 quid gone. So which lines are actually doing the night tube then? Pardon? Which lines are on the night tube at the moment? So far, it's Victoria and Central Line, and then they're going to extend it to the Piccadilly line, which will be great for me. Yeah. But even the Victoria line is good for me at the moment, because yeah, Victoria's as long closer. as I can get to Victoria, yeah, exactly. a taxi back from Victoria is like a fiver. So, no, I think it's a good line, because you can, get, you can basically get east to west. Yeah, Victoria's south. a good line. It's a good line. It's the day they line. put the friggin' Hammersmith and City line on there, I'm going to be like, no. Well, it makes it easier for students. Just get Hammersmith and City to oh, work God. in the daytime and everyone will be happy. Exactly. <laughs> Don't be yeah. ambitious It'll be good. It should be. It's ridiculous that it's only happening now. Like, why should you be... Like, London's meant to be a 24-hour city, but you can't be that way if you don't have the transport. And, yeah, you have night bus. But night bus is so... It's so hard sometimes. Like, Camden is really fast. But to get a night bus back from Camden, I have to get, like, three night buses back, and it's not far. Yeah, it was never... I've literally done the night bus, like, twice, because it never... It was never a simple route. I was like, I'm not taking three buses... And it's all oh, so annoying, man. At like four a.m. in the morning, you have to take three buses, and then they're not regular as well. Yeah. So like you miss that bus, and you're waiting around in the middle of London. The only time the night bus was good for me when I lived on campus at Milan because the twenty-five just went straight from like everywhere, or the two o five from Shoreditch all the way home. Other than that, not a chance. Do they have night buses in New? Do they really have buses in New York? Is it just subway? They have buses here. I've never caught a bus on Manhattan. There are buses there, but I have to catch a bus at the moment when I'm on Long Island. Yeah, because it's not a thing that I think... You know when you think of, like, the city of London? Yeah. You think of the tube yeah, and you exactly. think of, like, the red the bus. bus. No, it's not an iconic thing here. No, it's just, like, all that I know. It's like, I've been on the subway before. It's just subway. Subway yeah. life. Working. Subway life. Enjoying it. How the dollar slice pizzas. Mm. You know I've been eating that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, she wasn't like this guy who doesn't want to eat pizza. Lauren, I've lost half a stone and I've been living on pizza. You've lost half a stone? Lost half a stone. I went on the scales. Yeah, but you're doing classes, right? Yeah, but not that often. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Lord. I'm averaging like one workout a week at the moment. Yeah, but you're doing a lot of walking and commuting, I suppose. But you were doing that in London. <laughs> I'm not doing any walking. You're not I, doing any walking. I thought this last night. I was like, right, I need to work out why I'm losing weight. I was like, let me look at my Apple Health. I'm averaging four thousand steps a day. <laughs> I'm not walking nowhere. You're not walking. I don't get it. Well, you're lucky. I like, think it might just be the heat. Like it may be because of the fact that you're not eating tasty delights. Oh, I took my mom today to Tasty Shut Delights. Shut up, no. Okay, so for anyone that's listening that doesn't know, Tasty Delights is the best Caribbean takeout in the London. Best. It's in Stoke Newington. The yeah, best. I just need them to sponsor me, basically. Carry on. <laughs> Honestly, like, to you lot, Tasty Delights, the best Caribbean food I've ever tasted in my life. Like, it tastes uh, like 
it was made in Jamaica, just there. The jerk chicken was fresh as well because we got there. They're like, "Sorry, it'll be a while. The jerk chicken's cooking," and we were like, "Yes, no fresh, problem." Fresh from the pot. Mm. And we had patties once we were waiting. Mom loved it. Okay, so there's a lot of like takeout because like where I am on Long Island at the moment, my aunt's house is a massive Jamaican yeah. community. Yeah. So there's a lot of takeout. There's like loads of patty shops and stuff, but I'm just trying to watch my waistline at the moment. Now I'm like, watch yeah. it. After losing half a stone, I'm like, this was this was glorious. Let me yeah. not put it on in half a week. Trust me, I'm <laughs> being going to the gym more now because it was there. Like, I was watching myself, like Lauren, chill yourself now. Yeah, <laughs> like, let me watch yourself. Check yourself. Before check you wreck yourself, yourself before you wreck yourself, girl. Let me just say as well, thank you so much, Lauren, and anyone that listens, because the past few weeks have been a bit weird, and it's been a bit hard, like, trying to get everything together, but, like, everyone's been so nice, and I've had such nice, nice messages about, like, the show and stuff, it's just been very hard. You deserve it. Thanks, mate. You do. I love it. You're doing your thing. I'm trying. That's all you got to do, keep grafting, man. Work hard, play hard, enjoy. That's something that I'm learning. Like, you just really have to enjoy life and just try to make the most out of it. Because yeah, exactly. what is the point? Like, it's not like about earning shitloads of money either. Because when you die, you can't take money with you. But at least, like, I want to yeah. be able to get old and say that I had a good time I and leave. I did things that I liked. And then if I do that, I'm content. I and you gave like it again. I'm, I'm not playing hard do. enough here at all. Just gotta do what you gotta do. I know, but I need to, like, play harder. Like, my rate of play right now is just not very good. Yeah, my play at the moment's been a bit low whilst doing this internship at uni, but trust me, Carnival Weekend coming up, so I'm gonna go and play. I know. I'm gonna whine. I was trying to find a costume last night because there's a Brooklyn Uh, Labor Day Carnival. And, you know, anyone that, like, follows me on, like, Snapchat and stuff, you'll know... From the start of this year, I was planning to go to the Caribbean. I was going to go to Cropover, which is the festival in Barbados. And I was going to go head to toe, feathers, diamonds, everything. She literally have just diamonds splattered on her <laughs> vajayjay. I was <laughs> like, ready for the costume life. And then I got just this job here, so I'm in New York now. But they have got a carnival on the 5th, so I'm just trying to work out how I can get my diamonds How on. naked can I go? <laughs> Oh, please let me know. Just nipple pasties <laughs> <laughs> and a star over my downstairs region. Feathers everywhere. I'm ready to go necky necky. Thank you so much for coming on, Lorenzo. You're welcome. Anytime, babe. I'm so hungry. It's like 4.25 here and it's what, nearly 9pm there? Oh, <laughs> I'm eating leftover tasty delight sauce. <laughs> Bless you. Right. I'm Don't out. Wait. I'm going to go and get food. I'll speak to you next week. We'll hope we get some more of the squad involved. And let's do this. So today I'm sitting down with Cam and Alex. Cam and Alex are the owners of Fascist Size. I'm getting attacked by their adorable dog, Bailey. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Do you just want to tell people that don't know anything about fashion size what you guys are in like a sentence? Um, so we are an online retailer of really nice luxury sportswear. We're also a magazine that goes uh, that covers all things health and fitness and wellness and everything around it. Awesome. 
you want to tell me just quickly before we go into a fascicide, like a bit about both of your backgrounds, like where you studied, if you studied, are you winging it? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, so we're both Belgian, mm-hmm. um, even though we're trying to put an English accent here <laughs> today. Um, I, so I studied in economics in, in Warwick in the UK, okay. and then I did a master's in marketing at Bocconi in Italy. Nice. And then I, uh, I came back to London and interned a lot in PR and finally found a job in fashion wholesale. Um, So yeah, so that was my experience, my kind of more business experience. Very cool. And yourself? I came uh, here at 18 to the UK to study journalism. I did a bachelor and then an MA in fashion journalism. Nice. And then I worked as a freelance journalist for a while and somehow along the way, became a blogger, a fashion blogger. I was part of that first uh, batch of bloggers that turned into a job. Yeah. Um, So that was really exciting, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. So um, started Fashion Size as a side project alongside the website. And three years later, here we are. Not what so I expected. crazy. <laughs> so, like, the background of fascicide. So, we start at the very beginning for people that don't really know your story. So, it initially was a blog. Yes. So, and then... um, on my own blog, on my personal blog, I started writing about running. And I am not by any means the most athletic person. <laughs> uh, I am quite curvy and I'm short and exercise didn't come naturally to me. And when I started writing about it on my website, yeah, I realized that people were quite... Uh, you know, girls like me found it quite refreshing that there was someone out there saying something like, yeah, this isn't easy. This isn't, you know. Yeah, exactly. But here's some really nice stuff you could wear whilst doing it. (laughs) We can always look cute while doing it. Exactly. And so then I started um, Fascicize sort of as a a side project where it could be much more about this without taking away the content, the usual content on my blog. And then that took over very quickly. And uh, then... A couple of weeks later, we um, we sat down, we got drunk. Yeah, <laughs> great ideas always involve they a bottle of wine. They always flow. <laughs> and uh, you know, Cam said, "Well, you know, what would you like to do with this?" And I, I I've always had these ideas, sort of, uh, to start something. Yeah. But I also know my limitations, and I know that the business side of things, I'm not very good at. Yeah. Now Cam is very good at that. She's got the brain. <laughs> I don't know if I'm very good at it, but I had somewhat of an idea during yeah. wholesale. I was working with, um, you know, selling brands to Metaporte, ASOS, okay, nice. as well as startups. So I had a bit of an idea how like budget works yeah. and like the cycle and 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 things like that. So um, it was kind of a match made in heaven. No, seriously. Alex is very creative, and I'm um, much more business minded. So <laughs> <laughs> come together like that. That's so cool, though, that you've actually managed to find like the perfect business partner that brings to the table like what each of you lack, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. which is just so nice. So when you guys first started retailing clothes through Fashion Size, what what did you find were your limitations as an online retailer? Um. Well, I think it's mostly, especially the brands, a lot of people are not known, you know, familiar yeah. with them. And if you're selling a luxury item, something that's really expensive, yeah. and you're not sure why this is the way it is, we yeah. know because we see it every day. Exactly. But I do think that initially that threshold of buying something so expensive online, which I'm talking about our most expensive brands, we do have less yeah. expensive brands. Um, <laughs> there goes my dog. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> 
So I think, you know, we were an unknown retailer yeah. and, you know, selling brands that people weren't familiar with. So it was more, how do we, how do we convince people that this is really fantastic yeah. stuff? So I think that initially was sort of the main challenge. Especially since when we started, we were really at the beginning of the athleisure way. Yeah, definitely. Way. So now there's a lot more brands, a lot more retailers. So when we started, we, you know, we, we were kind of struggling to find the new brands and yeah. and struggling to, to find really cool people to work with. And now there are so many amazing brands. It's just yeah. really it's hard It's actually to crazy. Yeah. When you look on Instagram as yeah. well, like there's so many athleisure wear brands now. Like every single day there's like more brands popping up. And it's great though, because they're all coming at different price points, yes. which is amazing. And I've seen like on your website, especially you guys do cater for everyone's pockets. So if you do want this super, super luxury, there's that there, but then there's also really affordable clothing that anyone could buy. Exactly. So we're not, so obviously, you know, it's not, we, we don't have kind of a cheaper product, which is, regardless, it's quite hard in, in uh, active work because it's such technical yeah. product and the quality is so great, but we do have a range of pricing. Um, that makes it, you know, for us, it's more of the, the, the lifestyle rather than a, a certain target of a customer. It's, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, the active girl, whether she's younger, older, she works, she's a stay-at-home mom, she's a student, regardless. Definitely. Um, so did you guys always know you wanted to own your own businesses? I did. Um, I, I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I come from a family that has always uh, worked for themselves. Yeah. On either side of my mum's family, dad's family. So without realizing, I think it was always something that was ingrained in me. And then yeah. After um, after finishing my degree, mm-hmm. I did a lot of internships, and whilst I was looking for a job. That wasn't working out. It was the recession, so oh I ended God. up becoming a freelancer, not yeah. entirely by choice. But I do think, you know, so I've never actually had a boss before. And so I think, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think, as Cam, I'm sure will attest, I'm probably not the the best person to work for other people. As in, <laughs> I love doing things at the time. Yeah. You know, I want. I love the freedom that comes with it. It also means that there's actually a lot more to do. Definitely. But I think you're a lot more. Um, accepting and happy to do things outside of the normal nine to five when it is for yourself so oh, for me for me it was it's a natural thing I think I'm ruined for any other job <laughs> <laughs> what about you Cam did you always know you want to have your own business um yeah I think to a certain extent um I think it was a lot less clear than for Alex okay. um I think you know my you know, my mum had her own business and uh, my parents are, you know, 70 and like thinking of new ideas for starting new businesses. Oh, so so cute. There, is, there is that to a certain extent, but my, my dad was employed by a big company for a really long time. Okay. So it's not as um, ingrained in our, uh, kind of in our family as, um, as Alex is. Um, yeah, I've always had ideas for projects. I was just always very scared and very risk averse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was that. really, always really scared of doing it. But then when Alex and I were talking, it, it just completely made sense. We're so complementary in our skills and in our approach to things. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, so it made sense for us to do it together. And also, it was really funny talking to about fashion size to you know our. Uh, family and to my husband and to people around us yeah. and we were like 
it's like a light lit up in their yeah. eyes whenever we talk to them. It was like this is such a great idea. So that was that made the transition from employed to self-employed <laughs> a lot easier. I think it's really interesting though that literally everyone that's come on the show that I spoke to, not everyone that I've actually interviewed has their own business, but they all have this kind of like same mind frame that they've never really wanted to continue working for someone else. They've always had these ideas coming around in their heads and things like that. And I think it's not like a type of person, but even if you're not someone that's working for someone else or you are self-employed, people have, I feel like there is something in people that will go and do their own thing. So like some people are just destined to work for other people and that's completely cool. But I feel like a lot of like entrepreneurs do kind of have this something in them that kind of just like flicks at some point. It's like, okay, I'm just going to do this now because I need and to. I also think <laughs> it's, uh, you know, what like you, you, the different kind of things that we do. On a, yeah. on a day, we have like 15 different jobs. Yeah. And that is such a richness. Like it's such a privilege to be able to work across all of these different fields and look after all of those, you know, different aspects of the mm -hmm. business. And, um, yeah, that would really help. Because I'm thinking, oh, if I had to go back to work, like, what would I do? Like, what, what, like, what, what yeah. kind of jobs could I get? Because I, like, it's all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I have so much experience now, definitely. Not everything we do is glamorous either. In oh, the no. sense oh, that, for example, we ship every order that has you know, every order that's ever been sold on the website, we have shipped ourselves. Oh, that's so now, cool. if we were working for someone else in another company, would we be doing that? Probably not. No. Because <laughs> we probably think it was not our job to do so. Sort of my think, pay grade. And yet, and yet it's something that, that we're so proud of because with every order, you know, we take such effort and we write a little handwritten note and stuff like that. And I think you know, th there will be a day where we won't be able to do that yeah. anymore and maybe we will pay someone to do that. That would be <laughs> fantastic. But I love the fact that that day we will remember what it was like for the first exactly. couple of years doing everything ourselves. And even if we have people doing those jobs that we do now, at least we're completely aware of what they are. Yeah. So I think it's really important to start off like this and then Definitely you know, in grow. the future you can grow. But I think it's nice to have this. Can experience. we talk a little bit about the history of Fascia Size and how, like, so now we're in Fascia Size HQ. Yes. But Fascia Size HQ wasn't always a really cool office. <laughs> It was, it was always very cool. It was always cool, but <laughs> you guys were basically... kitchen table at first, yeah. and then um, when this sort of became real, uh, <laughs> had one of the rooms in my house turn into an office. Wow. Um, and we were there for a year and a half, Yeah, so like six months uh, before launching. Before launching, just making sure everything got set, and yeah. then a year after launching, so spare bedroom was the stock room. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, and obviously, you know, it's, it's great that we had the luxury of that space, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, um, again, I think when they will look at, back at that and be like, how funny, you yeah. know, because now we have exactly. an office and it feels a lot more professional, but it's great when people used to call us and they think, you know, we're this big company, and I'm like, <laughs> yes, oh, we're in our office now. <laughs> yeah, you know, my my bedroom is just right next door. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is the start of every great business, to be honest. How was it working from home and, like, having everything at home? How did you find that? Well, because I wasn't used to working in an office anyway, I yeah. always worked from home. In that sense, it was okay. But at the same time, if someone else 
it was someone else's office. Yeah. And that made made it quite weird for me. The relationship with home and yeah. office for me was not there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a very weird thing to shut down at the end of the night. If you, there's not a door you can shut, you know, work is always there. So I think uh, for me... Although very convenient, <laughs> very convenient, uh, and it allowed me um, to get the dog, Yay! which I always wanted. So I, <laughs> I was never going to spend more time at home than I was then anyway. That's so true. We sort of launched fascisizing. I got the dog at the same time, which was a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> puppies, puppies, and businesses. Uh, but we're here wow. now, and and the dog's all grown up and still alive, and we have an office. So I think it turned still out okay. Going. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys consider yourselves to have any kind of like business mentors, or have you kind of just been uh, winging it? We have been winging it. We have been winging it. We've. But but we now have someone we can call a mentor. Yay! Very great. Very uh, recent. Very recent. We've only had one date. One date. Like dating. But it was um yeah, I think it's gonna be really helpful to have someone yeah. who's been through it and who can offer some advice because every decision we have to make ourselves, we're yeah. startups, so every decision is analyzed yeah definitely it's life <laughs> so it'll be great to have someone um being able to offer some perspective what advice would you give to someone that's trying to find a mentor like how did you guys go about finding them or was it just kind of we luck? were recommended him through someone else oh okay um, amazing uh someone well a husband of one of our customers yeah, exactly. oh wow, so cool. it happened very organically yeah and that's really great um but I think there's lots of programs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, especially being um, women, young women in business and being entrepreneurs, I think there's a lot of um, um, help out there yeah. and, and programs where women mentor women in business. Definitely. Uh, which I think is quite nice. We never really went down that route, I think. No. But we didn't look into it. But we did. But I think we were just like, let's just do this. And yeah. Then, you know, life takes over. Definitely. And I, I don't think there would have been many you know, things that we would have changed about the way we started our business. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the reason we decided to go for this now is that we're now past the launching phase. Yeah. We're established. And now we're looking at what are we doing in the future? And these are the decisions that we have to make. Yeah. And that's where someone who has a very successful business can maybe help us with. Yeah. That's so cool. So cool. Do you guys have any podcasts minus this one um (laughs) books or websites that you look at for like inspiration motivation or just for like general entertainment well i know we've been emailing about this (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just like danny i'm a big fan of sophia marusso's uh, podcast girl boss Um, obsessed such a great inspiration for you know inspiring um business stories definitely um sophia yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> um, so that's like the main business podcast. There's a lot of other podcasts. Yeah, that's yeah. the main business podcast. <laughs> and then I read daily um, business of fashion, okay. fashionista, stylecaster. Yeah. And uh, well to do London. I love well to do. Yeah, love Lauren. She's great. Um, so that's kind of like the ones I read every day. Um, kind of business work. Yeah. Anything for you, Alex? I I love my podcasts. Yay! I, I have a variety of 
of styles depending on how I feel. So yeah. I, I walk from home to here nice. with the dog every day. And so that's a 45-minute walk. It's so a perfect podcast it's a commute. It's perfect <laughs> podcast commute. Except for the ones that are like just a little bit longer. It makes yeah. me want to do another lap around so I can finish. <laughs> um, I... I Definitely uh, love all the Gimlet Media ones. Uh-huh. I think Mystery Show, I can't wait so for it good. to come back because it made me laugh so much. <laughs> so for entertainment values, yeah. stuff like that, I love it. And then um, Startup, again, from uh, Gimlet Media, and then um, American Life. Yes. And because, you know, when I started listening to it, there were hundreds of old episodes. It was a great thing because so I am good. still you, not done. I really like catching on to things late sometimes. Yeah, it's the like, best thing. Oh, great. Here's 200. Yes. <laughs> Listen. So I'm, I'm, I'm working my way through it and then um, uh, I don't know if you know Answer Me This. No. Uh, it's absolutely to the list. <laughs> it's actually, it's a really old one. There's, I think there's oh, about 300 perfect. episodes already. Yes. It's, it's, it's a London, uh, a London based duo and oh, they're cool. very, very funny. Um, so for me, that's, uh, that's my lighthearted entertainment yeah. one. It's really fun. And you learn a lot. Any websites that you guys as well listen to, look up, anything else that I can't um, mention? I love Refinery29. Yeah. I, to be honest, I, well, you know, our guilty pleasure is <laughs> for showbiz gossip is the Daily Mail, <laughs> which I now listen to for research purposes. Uh, look at for research purposes because you of know course. they do photograph lots of celebrities. The yeah, they do. In active wear, and occasionally I spot something that we have. So that is now the reason why um, I just. <laughs> no, but that is good, especially yeah. They always get people coming up like Equinox in like LA exactly. and stuff. So yeah. you guys have to, to have your eye out for things like that. Social cycles of the world. It's good to yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Spotted new brands with that, yeah, quite good. So, yeah, it's only for research, obviously. Of course, only for research. Um, so just basically, any advice is there any advice at all that you give to anyone not just looking to start e commerce but looking to start their own business that you would give? I think I the the one thing I will say that was really helpful to us is having a business partner and okay. choosing the right business partner yeah uh, making sure it's someone that you can work with yeah um and you i think underestimate at the beginning how much time you're going to spend together so you may I, as well get on yeah so <laughs> get on really I, well <laughs> alex and i spend obviously all working day together but then we probably spend uh, numerous hours texting and FaceTiming <laughs> for the time that we're not together. Yeah. So it is, it is a marriage. It is a marriage. Ah. Um, it's it's confusing that my husband's called Alex too, so you know oh I have Alex everywhere. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I would really recommend like having a business partner yeah. I think is 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 really helpful um, to kind of have a like someone to lead. Yeah, on. someone to share <laughs> the, the the you know the, the stresses and the successes to, definitely to with and um yeah, and making sure it's someone that you're compatible with and making sure it's someone that's uh, complementary to you. I think, um, and that's the thing that leads to having a business partner, is being able to look at yourself in a very honest way and yeah. say, what are my flaws? What am I not good at? And I have absolutely no problem with admitting that I'm really shit at this or that. Yeah. And I think a lot of times I think businesses start with, you know, friends thinking, you know, let's do this or that together, but actually they might have the same set of skills and what they should be looking for is sort of the opposite. Definitely. You know, what are you lacking? 
and how, or can I just, can I learn it myself? So you, if you're going yeah, it exactly. alone, then maybe take a course on this specific um, subject. But I think when you start off, it's, it's about having a good look at yourself and saying, can I do this? Yeah. Am I willing to put in the time? Am I willing to learn the skills that's, that are required for doing this, whatever it is, whether that's an e-commerce or whatever, I think. And also just, you know, you are giving up a big chunk of your life to a business and you will do for quite some time <laughs> uh, before it might become something, success. You know, a success or profitable, you yeah. know, because success and profitable are not always the same thing. Nope. So you have to also be able to go, look, you know, what am I willing to sacrifice for my business? And if any of those questions, you know, aren't maybe you know, answered satisfactorily, then maybe it's not for you. Yeah. You know, maybe then a, a regular paycheck is for you. And then that's fine too. Exactly. Very, There's nothing wrong with having a job. Job <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you know, it it is. I think the rewards are fantastic, but the work that you have to put in to get so, to yeah. that point, and I think it just doesn't suit everyone. So Definitely. it's just asking yourself that question because I think from the beginning, if you say, "Oh, that might not be for me," then it's probably not going to work out, no matter how great your idea is. Yeah. So I think being honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I and think that's is, really important. <laughs> I love hard work and it's like it's all the time because even when you're not at work or you're on holiday or whatever, most likely you're thinking about it. It's still working. <laughs> no such thing as a holiday. No. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through the quick fire round, which we do every single week, which will be fun, especially with two people. This is cool. So the first question, if you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would you invite? Yeah. Cam. Ian Islop, okay. editor-in-chief of Private Eye. Okay. I find him absolutely hilarious yeah. and so smart. Yeah. And he has such a fresh outlook on politics and, you know, daily events. So every, he's always on the, have I got news for you? And yeah. every time I say it. So <laughs> I'm glad someone asked me the question so I could say that. You can come to dinner. <laughs> you can come to dinner. Then Diane Van Fosterberg. Um, yeah. She's such an inspiration. Um, and she's Belgian. <laughs> Uh, she creates such a great business with a lot of elegance and poise, so I love her. And then number three, I think it would have to be... Ooh, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Like, there's a lot of people. I know. <laughs> um, probably. Aww. <laughs> Both Alex is in your life. <laughs> Um, okay, for me, Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Great guest. I uh, I have met him. Whoa! I have, I have shaken his hand and said a few brief words. And what's his voice like? Like I don't know. And I swear, <laughs> his sunglasses were just black plastic. There's nothing you could see through them. And but I think Whoa. I would love to sit down with him and just talk to him because I think you know there's something there's a brilliant mind there. Yeah. And, um, oh my god, that's so cool! I can't believe so he shook his hand. Definitely him. Um, ooh, for. Selfish reasons, maybe the lead singer of my favorite band. Yeah, why not? Uh, Matt Berninger of the National. Okay. <laughs> and actually, do you know what? His third, the third one, his brother did the most <laughs> hilarious documentary about them. Okay. He hates them. So that was a really good. <laughs> oh my god! As in, he's a heavy metal guy, okay. and his brother's band, not so much. So I think that would be quite entertaining to have the two of them just sitting there. Yeah. Out there. So yeah, be, let's do that. I think that would be a good 
very Good random. Guess. I don't know what Carl would be doing in this conversation. <laughs> Carl would be there like, um, why am I here? There'll be two of them in the next Bendy campaign. Covered in fur. <laughs> Maybe throw in a Kardashian. Just yeah, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> why not? So the second question is, which fictional character do you think aligns with you? So just, I say every week, but basically my friend said on the first episode that she feels like she's the little boy in the life of Pi on the boat because it's just like this, yeah, this is pretty deep, but it's pretty good. Like the sea kind of like represents life and then there's like this tiger and all these like random bad things that happen, which is kind of the same as life, but you're just still like on this boat going. I said I was like Nemo from Finding Nemo because I'm just like swimming through and like some people come for a season, some people there forever and you're just kind of like just going like, it doesn't have to be that deep. One of the guests said she was like the dog from Family Guy because <laughs> the dog pretends he knows everything and he knows nothing. My favorite movie is, like, is Ocean Eleven. I don't think I can relate to Danny Ocean. <laughs> I don't think you can be any of those. Ooh. And then my dog is looking at me and keeps thinking of like Marley and Me. Aww. Which is literally the saddest movie. Yeah. I still cry. I can't watch time. it. I've watched it once and I was just like, oh, I'm out. This film is. Don't be oh, over. Okay. Oh, I love you too. Ah. Uh, I think maybe I would be the the girl in every chick flick. Okay. Sort of, you know, the optimistic, <laughs> but things aren't going her way, but then still hoping for it a happy still ending. Yeah, that would be me. I think you know, I'm I'm always hopeful that my life is going to turn out to be a bloody fairy tale. And I think we all are. Yeah. We're just but, still winging but, it. But, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for, for Prince Charming and for magic and whatever to happen and everything to be wonderful. So maybe, you know, more as a concept, I'd be the, yes. the optimist. So the last question is, if you knew tomorrow is going to be the end of the world, you can't tell anyone, you have an unlimited budget, what would you do with your day? I think I would... Um, Get my family yeah. together and hop on a sailboat and just sail and just, you know, just, yeah, just because where be. you have no choice but to be together, to enjoy, to relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's no phones, there's no nothing. Yeah. And just maybe if no someone a very good meal as well and some cocktails and then I think just enjoy that day yeah. for what it is, which is, you know, togetherness and Sounds quiet, bad. chill and some sunshine. That'd be great. Some dolphins. Yes. Sun, dolphins, good food, booze, family. family. What else could you ask for? Not much. It's kind of perfect. So yeah, I think that's what I would do. What would you do, Cal? I think it's pretty similar. My yeah. family is pretty spread out. So oh, God. my parents and one of my sisters is in the States. My other yeah. sister is like somewhere in the UK. So we're quite spread out. So yeah. I think I would get us all together. We don't see each other enough and I have two little nieces who are absolute angels so I would um yeah get us all together and try to see as much as possible yeah there is in in limited budget Mm -hmm. includes um teleportation right yes so try to go explore the world as much as possible there's still so much I want to see and I haven't seen that's good to me and the sun some sun would be really good Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. Where can we find you on social media? At Fashion Size on Instagram, Twitter, 
Pinterest, we're on Facebook. Ooh, Pinterest. Fashercise, F-A-S-H-E-R-C-I-S-E. Yes. There we go, guys. <laughs> it is a really duff- difficult one <laughs> to spell. And believe me, we get all of the wrong spellings sent to us every single day. Oh, I bet. So we've had um, Fisher Price, Fisheries. Yes. Oh, autocorrect is, is Oh, funny. Oh, God, of course, yeah. <laughs> fisheries is, is autocorrect. Is yeah. So uh, we're on all the... On all the usual yeah. things. Are you guys like looking for anyone? Do you need any interns or anything? Just hired two interns. <laughs> you just hired them. Yes, Amazing. Which will make our total to three, which means they'll be outnumbered by interns. <laughs> and they're all starting. Uh, one of them is already here, but the other two are starting in the, in the next two weeks. So oh, amazing. Be, we're going to have to buy a new chair. Because we simply do not have enough chairs to sit on because this is a startup and this is how. Oh my god, this is going to be so busy in the office then. Whoa, super cool. So yeah, there'll be a write-up over on coffeewithdanny.com about the girls and fascia size. Any contact details if anyone does want to hit them up, ask many questions, all that jazz. And thank you guys again for coming on. I really appreciate it. You've got such great insight. It's been insane. Signing off! A massive thank you once again to Cam and Alex for joining me on the show and Lauren, oh thank you guys so so much, I seriously seriously appreciate it so much. I really hope you guys enjoyed the interview and I will see you on next week's show. Thank you so much for listening, bye bye. Is there someone with hearts at the end of their name saved in your phone? If not, how's about?